This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. are doing silly voices to start the show this week? <laughs> he was... I, are you embarrassed? He was sounding really like, Um, what other silly voices do I have? Oh, do you know that when I was little, Uncle Adam and I used to do this voice? I gotta figure out how to do it. I, it sounds like a kind of like one of the chipmunks, like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, it goes like this. Well, hello there, Ron. What are you up to today, my dear? Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Can you do that voice? How? I don't know. I kind of like put my tongue in the back of my throat, and then it makes this really weird voice sound. I'm Casey. And I'm Ren. And you are tuned into episode 28 of the... Trivia for Kids podcast. Thanks for listening. We have got some super cool listener categories this week, and it's going to be a really fun show, so we're excited. Yay! So, Ren, tomorrow is your very first what? Tournament. Of what? Golf. Golf tournament. Are you excited? Yep. I think it's going to be really, really, really hot tomorrow, though. Do you think that's going to... Make you play better or worse? Worse. You'll just have to make sure you wear lots of sunblock and drink lots of water. I don't like sunblock. <laughs> Are you and dad going to go to the driving range and do some practicing here after this? Maybe. That'll be fun. Well, I am just anxious to get to these categories. So do you have your joke of the week ready? Yep. Why was the math book crying? I don't know. Because it had lots of problems. No, I suppose it did, huh? Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Well, Ron, should we get this thing started? Yes, please. Should I talk in the whole episode in this voice? Yes, please. Oh, really? Or I think people will get very annoyed very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that to you. All right, here we go. Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. Round number one. The category is Volcanoes. Thank you to listener Gibson for his explosive category idea. Thanks, Gibson. Question one. What is the name of the hot liquid rock inside a volcano? Question two. Volcanoes can occur on land and where else? Question three, 
Where is the world's largest active volcano located? Question four. What is the hottest temperature that lava can get? Question five. True or false? Diamonds can melt in lava. Question six. On what planet in the solar system is the largest volcano located? Question seven. How many active volcanoes are there on Earth? Around seven hundred, around nineteen hundred, or around twenty-four hundred volcanoes? And now the answers to round one. Question one: What is the name of the hot liquid rock inside of a volcano? Magma. So if you said lava, you would be incorrect. It isn't called lava until it leaves the volcano. Magma and lava are different things.、Okay. Did you know that? Kind of. Question two: Volcanoes can occur on land, and where else? The ocean floor or under ice caps. That's pretty cool. Did you know that? Volcanoes weren't just on land; that they could be under the water or under ice caps. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. That an ice cap has got to be what cold, what? right? What is an ice cap? Kind of like a glacier type thing, or like a cold. Oh. Question three: Where is the largest active volcano located? Hawaii. The world's largest active volcano is Mauna Loa in Hawaii. Standing a massive thirteen thousand six hundred and seventy-nine feet tall, this geological giant last erupted in nineteen eighty-four. That's not a long time ago. It's like twenty to thirty years ago. It's like thirty-eight years ago. Whatever, twenty to thirty-eight years ago.、There、hey, you wait! You were alive when it happened. I was. I don't remember it though because I was pretty、One. much a baby. One. Question four. What is the hottest temperature that lava can get? Over two thousand degrees Fahrenheit. That's crazy that the inside of our Earth is that hot. Imagine having to go into the edge of a volcano with a lava tester to find out when it's going to erupt next. I would hate that. Is that somebody's job? Do you think? Yes. Yeah. You would not want to be that when you grow up. Then you fall into the volcano. No. <laughs> Question five: True or false? Diamonds can melt in lava. False. A diamond cannot melt in lava because the melting point of diamond of a diamond is around eight thousand degrees Fahrenheit. So we learned in a different episode that diamonds were the strongest, you know, mineral on Earth. So now we know that they're so strong that they won't melt in lava. So if you throw your ring in it, 
Only the diamond will stay? Yes, because the metal and everything will melt. <laughs> Good thought. Question six. On what planet in the solar system is the largest volcano located? Mars. The largest volcano in our solar system is Olympus Mons, found on Mars. I thought it was in Jupiter. Wait, what was yeah. that Jupiter, big hole in yeah. Jupiter? You're right. Was that, it a volcano? Yep, that big red spot on Jupiter is a volcano. But there must be an even bigger one on Mars. Question seven. How many active volcanoes are there on Earth? Around 700, around 1,900, or around 2,400 volcanoes? Around 1,900. Most of the world's active volcanoes are found on the Ring of Fire, a 40,000-kilometer horseshoe-shaped area of the Pacific Ocean. So most of those volcanoes are probably in the ocean, on the ocean floor, in the heart of Tafiti. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Round two. The category is... Madagascar. Listener Emerson gave us this great category idea. Thank you, Emerson. Question one. What was the first word spoken in the movie Madagascar? Question two. What kind of exercise machine did Marty exercise on at the zoo? Question three. The penguins tell Alex they will fix the plane with what? Question four. Where is Alex's birthmark and what shape is it? Question five. What does Motomoto's name mean? Question six. Who does Melman have a crush on? Question seven. When the group arrives on Madagascar, they come across a wild party being held among the island's native species. Many of them are common in zoos, but there is also a very rare and endangered kind of primate known as an ayai. He is the second in command to King Julian. What is his name? And now the round two answers. Question one. What was the first word spoken in the movie Madagascar? Surprise! The first word was surprise, which Alex said when he popped up into Marty's daydream. <laughs> Question two. What kind of exercise machine did Marty exercise on at the zoo? A treadmill. Imagine being a um, zebra walking on a treadmill, like looking at, staring at him. <laughs> do you suppose he watches TV while he's on the treadmill? <laughs> what do you think he watches? Animal Planet? 
magical. The Lion King. Ooh. Question three. The penguins tell Alex they will fix the plane with what? Grit, spit, and a whole lot of duct tape. Those penguins. I feel like they make the whole movie. They are so funny. <laughs> I feel like I could use some grit, spit, and a whole lot of duct tape to, fit, to fix a lot of stuff, too. I wouldn't use spit to fix it, though. Just grit and duct tape? Yeah. Yeah. Question four. Where is Alex's birthmark, and what shape is it? On his right front paw, and it is in the shape of Africa. That's a pretty cool birthmark, since he's from Africa, and he has the shape of Africa on his front paw. Like you're in the middle of Africa, like, where's my map? Oh, dang, I left it. Do you know that people who are from Michigan, so Michigan is kind of in the shape of a mitten, and so people who are from Michigan will hold up their hand like a mitten and say, I'm from, and then point to their hand as to where they are from in Michigan. <laughs> Did you know That's that? a cool fact. That's kind of like what he could do on Africa. Question five. What does Moto Moto's name mean? Hot, hot. I like Moto Moto. He talks like really deep. Who's Moto Moto again? He's that one hippo that thinks he's like real hot stuff. Oh, right. Question six. Who does Melman have a crush on? Gloria. If Melman and Gloria had babies, what would they look like? Which one's Melman? I haven't watched his movie in such a long time. The giraffe and the hippo. Oh, right. I don't know what hippo with a long neck. Or a really, really <laughs> fat giraffe. <laughs> Question seven. When the group arrives on Madagascar, they come across a wild party being held among the island's native species. Many of them are common in zoos, but there is also a very rare and endangered kind of primate known as an ayai. He is the second in command to King Julian. What is his name? Maurice. Maurice. We've seen ayais in a zoo before, haven't we? Mm-hmm. They're adorable. Yeah, so ayais, they're um, kind of like little... Hmm... What would you say they're like? They're like little ring-tailed lemurs. Yeah, they're kind of like lemurs. Maybe they have a little bigger heads, but they but have... smaller bodies. Yeah, and they have super big, like, red beady eyes. And this guy's name was Maurice. And he was <laughs> King Julian's buddy. Round number three. The category is Greek gods. Thanks to listener Hudson for this idea. Hudson, this sounds like a toughie, but we love a challenge. Question one. In Greek mythology, Medusa's hair is made of what? Question two. Who was the mythical Greek hunter after whom a constellation is named? Question three. Which ancient Greek god was both god of the underworld and god of the dead? Question four. Who is the Greek god of the sea?
Question five. What part of his body was the Greek hero Achilles's only weakness? Question six. What is the name of the winged horse in Greek mythology? Question seven. In Greek mythology, who flew too close to the sun and fell to his death when his wax wings melted? And now the round three answers. So, Ren, what do you know about Greek gods? Not a lot. <laughs> Probably the only thing you know about Greek gods is what you've seen in the movie Hercules. Athena, Zeus, the goddess. I really don't know their names. The goddess of love, the goddess of thunder, the goddess of yep. plants. But... You're right. <laughs> so, Greek mythology is basically just... Back in the day, the Greeks came up with these really elaborate stories about things that they made up and people they made up. And over time, it has just continued to be talked about and made movies. Yeah. Question one. In Greek mythology, Medusa's hair is made of what? Snakes. So have you ever seen a picture of Medusa? Yeah, she's pretty freaky. Yeah, she's she's kind of scary with her snake hair. Question two. Who was the mythical Greek hunter after whom a constellation is named? Orion. I think Orion is my favorite constellation. I feel like it's the one that I can always find in the sky. When they said Orion, I, I keep on thinking, oh, 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 Aurelius. <laughs> Auto parts. Yeah. <laughs> Question three. Which ancient Greek god was both the god of the underworld and god of the dead? Hades. And where did you know Hades from? Hercules. Yeah, he's the bad guy in Hercules, isn't he? He is hilarious. So dad and I went to trivia night the other night, and one of the questions was, who was Hades's two like sidekicks? I know the one was... Red and fat, and the other was blue and skinny. What were their names? We could not come up with them. I don't know. You asked, you called Quinn and asked her. <laughs> we didn't cheat. We just called to see after we knew the answer if she knew what it was. Their names were Pain and Panic. All right. I'm panicking, Pain. Pain, I'm panicking. Question four. Who is the Greek god of the sea? Poseidon. Question five. Which part of his body was the Greek hero Achilles' only weakness? His heel. From Hercules, you see that he's a statue, and then he flicks his heel and the whole rock falls over. So do you know that you have something called an Achilles tendon in your in your foot? Oh, that's why. So do you know where it, where it is? You point to it for me. Nope, that's your ankle. So right on the back of your foot, right here, between from where before your calf starts and your heel ends, right here, this thing is your Achilles tendon. That's why his name is Achilles. It's right by the ankle. Well, that is named after him. 
because his heel was his only weakness. Question six. What is the name of the winged horse in Greek mythology? Pegasus. It would be cool to have a Pegasus. I have a Pegasus. I named it Pegasus. It's like saying, I have a cat. I named it cat. I have a horse. I named it turtle. Oh, that's what our, that's what our cousin named my grandpa's horse. <laughs> Question seven. In Greek mythology, who flew too close to the sun and fell to his death when his wax wings melted? Icarus. We're watching a movie upstairs right now that has a guy, Icarus, and he can fly and shoot lasers out of his eyes. <laughs> yeah, we're watching Eternals, which is a Marvel movie, but Icarus, yes, he is in it. Round four. The category is illness. Listener Molly had this sick category idea. You stay healthy, Molly. Question one. Conjunctivitis is the medical term for what common eye infection? Question two. Varicella is a highly contagious viral infection causing an itchy blister-like rash on the skin. What is it more commonly known as? Question three. What deadly virus spreads to people from the saliva of infected animals? Question four. If you have epilepsy, what health event are you more susceptible to? Question 5. What disease resulting from a lack of vitamin C was said to have killed almost 50% of sailors in the 1600s and 1700s? Question six. A zoonotic disease is an illness that can be transmitted to humans from what? Question seven. In the 18th century, Englishman Stephen Hales inserted a tube into a blood vessel and allowed the blood to rise up the tube thus measuring what aspect of circulation? Now the answers to round four. So this category idea is why I love when you guys send me ideas because I never would have thought to, to have illnesses be a trivia category. So thanks, thanks again, Molly. This was a really cool one. Question one. Conjunctivitis is the medical term for what common eye infection? Pink eye. Didn't Brooks have that? Yes, just this past weekend. He still has it. He's taking eye drops for it right now. Good old conjunctivitis. Super, super contagious. So if you have pink eye, 
Do not touch your eye and then touch anything else. Please make sure you wash your hands. Question two, varicella is a highly contagious viral infection causing an itchy blister-like rash on the skin. What is it more commonly known as? Chicken pox. Why do they call it chicken pox? I didn't look that up. I probably should have. So when I was a kid, I had chicken pox. I did. I did. My friend Amanda gave them to me. Shout out to Amanda. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, but she gave me the chicken pox and I itched for, you know, five days or so. And then they went away. But now you won't have to get chicken pox because there's a chicken pox vaccine. But I haven't taken it yet. Yeah, you have. Yeah, so you won't get chicken pox. Question three. What deadly virus spreads to people from the saliva of infected animals? Rabies. Rabies. So, do you know of anybody who had rabies or has had to have a rabies shot? I've heard of people who have had to have rabies shots because they got bit by, I don't know, squirrel squirrel or a rabbit or something. Yep, groundhog. And supposedly, rabies shots are super, super painful. So, Ren, for as much as you don't like shots, you need to stay away from wild animals because you would not do well. Question four. If you have epilepsy, what health event are you more susceptible to? Seizures. So, yeah, epilepsy causes you to have seizures more often. Yeah, we have a friend who has some some epilepsy-type issues and so every time she goes to the swimming pool her mom has to watch her every second just to be safe it's pretty scary question five what disease resulting from a lack of vitamin c was said to have killed almost 50 percent of sailors in the 1600s and 1700s scurvy no wonder it's called that that sounds like a pirate word it is scurvy I think a lot of pirates died from scurvy. So do you want to know what scurvy is? Sure. (laughs) So scurvy is basically that, a lack of vitamin C. And do you know what has vitamin C in it? What? Fruits and vegetables. So during the age of sail, which was like the late 1500s into the early 1800s, it was assumed that 50% of the sailors would die of scurvy on a major trip. A Scottish Scottish surgeon in the Royal Navy, James Lind, is generally credited with proving that scurvy can be successfully treated with citrus fruit in 1753. Nevertheless, it was not until 1795 that people finally persuaded the Royal Navy to routinely give lemon juice to its sailors. So all of these guys were dying on these boats and all they had to do was eat some citrus fruit. Crazy. What is is citrus fruit? Orange, grapefruits, lemons, limes. Watermelon? I don't think watermelon is a citrus fruit. That's like my favorite fruit. Fruit. Question six. A zoonotic disease is an illness that can be transmitted to humans from what? Animals. So yeah, something like salmonella infection that comes from chickens, ducks, turtles, or snakes is something that's zoonotic. Also rabies, if you get bit by a rabid animal. 
that came from an animal to a human. So zoonotic diseases. Question seven. In the 18th century, Englishman Stephen Hales inserted a tube into a blood vessel and allowed the blood to rise up the tube, thus measuring what aspect of circulation? Blood pressure. So, yeah. How do we measure blood pressure now? With one of those cuffs that they stick around your arm, okay. and then it squeezes. Now that. we don't have to use a tube and stick it up your arm. In your blood vessels, isn't it? I'm pretty thankful to have this option now, aren't you? Yeah. Round five. The category is space. This category was suggested by listener Sam. Thanks, Sam. You're out of this world. Question one. What is the only known short period comet that is regularly visible to the naked eye from Earth and only comes once every 75 to 79 years? Question two, what planet is between Mars and Saturn? Question three, in 2006, Pluto was no longer counted as being a planet. How many known planets are there in our solar system now? Question four. In 1949, a mammal named Albert II became the first of his species to fly in space. What sort of creature was he? Question five. The first man in space orbited the Earth in 1961. Which country did he come from? Question six. The American space program was run by NASA, which stands for National Aeronautic and Space blank. Question seven. What is the term for an exploding star? Round five answers. Question one. What is the only known short period comet that is regularly visible to the naked eye from Earth? and only comes once every 75 to 79 years. Halley's Comet. Why does it say naked eye? It means like you can see it without using a telescope. So Halley's Comet was here last in 1986, and it is projected to return in 2061. I think I'll live to that. I hope but so. But I don't know if you will. Let's see. Hmm. It'll be like... 80-something. I will be 80-something. Well, I hope I do, too. Question two. What planet is between Mars and Saturn? Jupiter. 
Jupiter. Jupiter. Question three. In 2006, Pluto was no longer counted as being a planet. How many known planets are there in our solar system now? Eight. Can you name them? Jupiter, Saturn, Mars, Earth. Well, the sun is a star, so... Neptune, Venus, Saturn. Did I say Saturn? Yes. Sorry. I'm... Okay. That was a good try. You January, got most February, of them. March, April. <laughs> Question four. In 1949, a mammal named Albert II became the first of his species to fly in space. What sort of creature was he? Monkey. During the 1940s and 1950s, various creatures were sent up in aircrafts to test how they reacted. Fruit flies were sent into space in 1947, followed by several flights carrying monkeys. Albert II was a monkey and the first one to travel beyond the boundaries of space. Sadly, he died when the parachute that was meant to return him safely to Earth failed. Poor Albert. <laughs> Sad. Question five. The first man in space orbited the Earth in 1961. Which country did he come from? USSR, which is known to be Russia. Yuri Gagarin became the first man to orbit the Earth on the 12th of April in 1961. His spacecraft, called Vostok, was launched from Kazakhstan, which, at the time, was part of the USSR. The flight lasted just under two hours and was controlled from the ground. So basically, he was kind of launched into space in a remote control rocket ship. The Americans didn't do it first. The Russians did. This was, um, there was like a big race to see who would get to do to get into space first and it was america and it was russia and it was china and everybody was trying to be the first one well russia was the first one to get into orbit but the americans were the first ones to land on the moon yay question six the american space program is run by nasa which stands for national aeronautic and space blank administration Yep, NASA, National Aeronautic and Space Administration. NASA was set up in 1958 when President Eisenhower signed an act to authorize the new agency. It took over from the previous National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics, which had already been working on the development of rocket-powered flight. NASA was in charge of all of the USA's space programs. Hmm, pretty cool. You ever want to work for NASA? No. 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 Doesn't interest you, huh? No. Boy, it would be cool, though. It would. I want to see what no gravity feels like. Floating. <laughs> Question seven. What is the term for an exploding star? Supernova. A supernova is the spectacular ending in the life cycle of some stars. Vast amounts of gas, gas, vast amounts of gas, dust, and other materials are blown outward. Almost everything in the galaxy 
is made from the material that was created when a star exploded. So I thought, oh, a supernova must be the same thing as a falling star, right? You'd think that if an exploding star is a supernova, then a falling star would also be a supernova, right? Mm -hmm. Wrong! A falling star or a shooting star has nothing to do with a star. These amazing streaks of light. Listen. These amazing streaks of light that you can sometimes see in the night sky are caused by tiny bits of dust and rock called meteoroids falling into the Earth's atmosphere and burning up. The short-lived trail of light the burning meteoroid produces is called a meteor. Meteors are commonly falling stars or shooting stars. If any part of the meteoroid survives burning up and actually hits the Earth, that remaining bit is then called a meteorite. And now it's time for the final exam. Now remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one, what is the hottest temperature that lava can get? Over 2000 degrees Fahrenheit. Question two, who is the Greek god of the sea? Poseidon. Question three, what disease resulting from a lack of vitamin C was said to have killed almost 50% of sailors in the 1600s and 1700s? Scurvy. Question four, what is the only known short period comet that is visible regularly to the naked eye from Earth and only comes once every 75 to 79 years? Halley's Comet. Question five, on what planet in the solar system is the largest volcano located? Mars. Question six, in Greek mythology, who flew too close to the sun and fell to his death when his wax wings melted? Icarus. Question seven, what is the term for an exploding star? Supernova. Hey, that's the end of episode number 28. Hopefully you talk like that. It's been practiced years and years and years. Cool. <laughs> Ren wanted me to do the whole podcast in that voice, but I said, no, no. I told you to at least do number three on the first category. You said, nope. I did say nope. I think that too much of this voice will get too, too annoying for people. Yeah, right. You thought it would make your voice hurt. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com.